podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 45. Uh, this one we are joined by Snappy for what might be the shortest one yet. Um, where we talk a little bit about my spring break and how his week's been, um, how my beats are going, if anyone cares about that. Um, our Patreon, like always, um, how Mazio's is falling the fuck off. Uh, I got a new phone. We talk about otter boxes forever. Um, how Snappy's bad at sharing on Facebook. A little bit about the NBA, uh, the TV show Sex Education. Then we talk about video games where I give my feelings on Bloodborne. Talk about a game next Machina um, that I'm really into at the moment. Uh, cat calling, camel toes, and money and rap. So weird collection this week. Uh, thanks for checking it out. What up? We are joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. So how's life been, man? Been fucking busy. Building shelves, getting cars in and out of shops, you know, all while still working. Hell yeah. That does sound like a lot of fun. It wasn't fun at all. <laughs> trying to figure uh, sleeping inside there. I'm, I guess I'm just expected not to sleep. Right. I think that's stupid. I mean, I mentioned it last week when I was re-listening back to it. I was like, I guess I should be more, even more into that. You need more sleep in general because like literally your body needs sleep and if you're the one fucking working and doing shit then fuck all them kids and i it's pretty funny at least when i was listening to it, i don't know if anyone else caught it fuck them kids is like a well-known like thing on the internet maybe more like black culture like fuck them kids but when i said it last week i got the joke but you i think took me more and you were like no it's my responsibility <laughs> so i thought it was pretty funny uh when i was <laughs> listening to it but um my spring break, I've done a lot of fucking nothing. So I planned on being super productive, and I was and that's what I said, right? Uh, me and my dad did this whole tiling of a bathroom. It was a whole fucking shit show, for sure. Uh, it's whatever. At least it's kind of okay, I guess. And then the first day of spring break, I was like, you know what? I have this fucking beat thing. You know what I'm doing? I'm making 100 beats. That's my goal, and so I put any of them out and all this shit, and I'll separate them out to if they're good or not or what i'm gonna do with them once i get the 100 made and i'm at 50 so that was cool but then i'm just like oh fuck it i'm not doing it today and i was actually like 47 at that time and then i just played video games all day monday like 15 hours 16 hours of video games you just gotta zone out for yourself and it was the most frustrating i will get to my video game frustrations later um but did that, and then eventually got to the music, finished off the last three, got to 50, and then since then, I've actually been going back through all the ones that I think that are good and uh, making beat videos, because that's a whole process for the selling beat thing or whatever. Uh, and all the beat videos, I think, look fucking cool. The one you showed yeah. me was pretty dope. Exactly. That's what I'm going for, man. Uh, so we're going to see how it goes, but anyway, that's an update for everyone who cares about my beats. Um, what happened was at the beginning... Only like half of them were good, but now towards the end of the 50, I'm like, fuck, more of these are good, so I have to like do more work. Uh, and mixing's hard. I'm not good at mixing. I don't understand how to do it, and uh, yeah, anyway, that's that. Oh, I need to get to my patrons, because that's a whole fucking thing. Patreon.com slash podcast with Mo. Uh, I got to shout out you, my mom, and Hurricane Haynes as the better fans, and 
everyone can go there if you want early access or want to be shout out on this podcast or just prove that you're like a real fan of any of that stuff, you know, go check that out. Um, I did see Uncle Daryl yesterday. Oh, yeah? At his place of employment. Mm-hmm. And he brought up the podcast that he was behind. And he's not the only one. I just, he said it recently. And some people are like, oh, there's so many more episodes I get behind. But it's not that many more minutes of content, unless you're going to count like, the music episodes. Um, so I think that's a poor excuse. But fucking that place he works at has gone downhill, sir. That was the biggest waste of fucking $10 of my life. It has anyway. gone downhill very much. I mean, since a certain person I know quit managing it. Right. Uh, we're talking about a place called Mazio's, by the way, if you went out there, smell with one. Normally, they're pretty great. Uh, they used to have the best wings, and all I did was get wings. I went online and ordered wings, so I don't fucking care just about got pizza. They're old school wings? Yeah, I just got normal yeah. fucking buffalo wings. And they were overcooked and itty-bitty and drenched too much in sauce. They're, like, soggy. Oh, I was like, everything about it was bad. I was like, fuck. Because they used to have their own brand of wings, then they went with this wing company and got the, all these other wings. Oh. So they had the, you got to have the spicy chicken wing if you want their old school wings. Well, how are we was, like, pre-sauced and shit? I see. The buffalo wings, you're going to cook them in a fryer, take them out, put some buffalo sauce in a Right, and, and that's what I got was the buffalo wings. Yeah. Um, and I told Skinny that there's a huge difference. He came by after I'd ate them, and he was all like, "What? I thought they had the best wings." It's like they used to, not anymore. Yeah. So anyway, get the fucking word out. Um, I also got a new phone this week. It's very large. Uh, it's like the Galaxy S10. Oh, one upper. I got the S9, and I love it. Uh, well, I mean, my options were the 10, the 10e, or the 10 plus. They didn't give me. I mean, I got right, right because the nine was so last year. Right, and so. I, what's happened is I use it a lot less. Like, I get a new phone, and I'm like, well, I don't want to use it too much. You want to save that battery as long as... Right, so I just haven't using it. Like, And then I have I have my other phone over here on the charger because it just the battery is what's dead, dead on it. And uh, I have, like, all my raps, like a bunch of raps written on there, and I had a bunch of shit for the podcast, like top five lists saved for random guests that never showed up. Um, and I was like, God damn it, I need to get back on there and copy that shit so that's why it's over here plugged up but the new phone's cool it's like uh looks all pretty and shit you know and got a good screen all that no complaints for me so far at the moment yeah but with the s9 they quit making the otter boxes and i really like the otter boxes because i drop my phone all the damn time uh otter box too big for me my favorite uh phone case was the body glove i used this body glove for my s4 whatever the fuck it was and it was so it was like skin it was like real thin but also very protective somehow and then this thing I got here, I looked up a body glove. I don't guess they make them anymore. Um, and this on Amazon is the closest thing to it. Oh, I've got like some kind of screen deal, and it fucking already cracked one, and the second one didn't work out very well. Well, you want the screen protector, because if it cracks that, then it would have cracked your screen probably. Uh, without I know, it, I know but it like cracked quickly. We had to order another one. I left the cracked one yeah, on. Yeah, I got a three-pack, so I have one on now, and I'm like, well, I'll have the other two, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but in case the Otterbox would have never done that. Does OtterBox have like a screen on it or? No, I don't. I mean, how would OtterBox be different? I've dropped the OtterBox a million times and never broke a phone. Well, depends what you drop it on. No, I mean, man, you can throw that motherfucker up against the wall and the motherfucker wouldn't break. I'm telling you, the OtterBox. If there's is the a shit. rock sticking up and then it hits the screen and not the OtterBox, it, it can might still have break had your a, It had a little something on it. Yeah, well, then that's why I they think. don't make them then, because they must have to be like touch sensitive in a different way. I don't know. They were indestructible. 
I don't know. I, I personally always hated OtterBox because they looked really fucking expensive and they look ugly. But I, everyone loves them. I'm not saying they don't, but I just oh, I didn't dumb. wear the clip on it because that that annoys yeah. me. <laughs> Those fuckers, like it's a goddamn gun. Um, oh, one thing I was going to talk about, and this kind of is related, is how are you so bad at sharing links on Facebook? Maybe you're not bad. Maybe you choose to do it, but like every week I share this podcast um, and I do a big thing on the you know our po- a podcast with Mel on Facebook. Everyone should go follow that. And I, you know, do a little write up with the links and I share it. And then me as a person goes to that and shares that on my page after like 30 minutes. So people can see that they don't follow the page. And then you, I guess, share it off of my personal page. So when you share it, it's literally just the SoundCloud box and none of the information about it. And I'm like, how is it that anyone else can share it, but you cannot seem to figure it out? I hit share when I if I see it and catch it, I'll go redo it again. <laughs> you know, because I don't know why it does that. All I do is hit share. And it's funnier when it's like the music episodes because I imagine people are like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you yeah. have no information written above it. Um, but if you share it from the podcast page and not mine, I think you'll get all the info. If you share mine, I think here's you just the way get it comes on my news feed. It's like your thing or podcast thing, and then your thing. It's like. Back to back. Right. And so I try to share both of them. I see. Well, whatever works for you. You know, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've just noticed uh, that no one else does that. And so I was like, I wonder well, what's Well, all Snappy I do does. is hit share and put share to Facebook. You know, same way I share anything. And then, like, I also share it to uh, promote your podcast page. It's off the off chance someone will fucking give us a listen. And then you'll, like, share that one off of the thing. I mean, that's fine. But it's like you share it like three times in a day. So I bet your friends are like, God damn. Probably. Fuck, I get it. Your cousin has a podcast and you're on it. Um, I am w- waiting for the day. I mean, you're, of course, uh, brother-in-law noticed me, but for someone to ask me and then I'm going to deny it. I'm going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't have a podcast. This is, that's crazy. That's how I'll handle it. Like Taylor, who was on last week, he knows people I work with that he asked me about them. Like, oh, do you know them? Are you friendly with them? And I'm like, I'm not friendly with anyone because that's how work is for me. Right. I'm not there to make friends <laughs> with people. Uh, so I'm always concerned that some of them people will see it. And I'm over like, fuck shit, cunt, motherfuckers, you know, all that stuff. Um, Hell yeah. So anything you need to bring up here? Not super important. Well, I guess another thing I can get out is a friend of the podcast, Brad Sturex. You know, he's been saying, and I've also been saying, I want to make clips of this for YouTube of the show. Uh, But I've just been really into this whole beat making thing, at least for now. And uh, I think he's going to try to make some time. And if anyone goes back and listens to the podcast, you know, I would say of the the podcast with Mo, you know, not back further to the old one. And there's any like good five minute clips or any good just segments. It's like, that's a solid segment, you know. Yeah. Send that to me or him, and I'll let him know, and he might try to make some videos if possible. No guarantees, I don't think, but he pitched around the idea. He tweeted about it, so I'm just going to let people know on here um, about that. So anyway, that'd be fucking dope. Sounds pretty cool, man. It'd be cool to get some free work done, you know, because I gave him a beat, and he's working on a fucking song. I got him and Arawati are two rappers I've given beats to. For whatever reason, even though I'm not done with my hundred beat fucking goal, and so hopefully it's pretty fucking good. Have you been watching any basketball? Like March Madness? I don't know any. Uh, March Madness on that whole thing, which I'm sure Chris will be on later and solidly bring. I'm sure he cares. It's the first year I haven't filled out a bracket in like long time. I just don't give a fuck. I haven't done it in the last few years. 
Well, normally I just do it because it's like, well, you could win a million dollars. And I'm like, well, I guess I might as well fill one out. But this year, I didn't even think about it. I forgot. Uh, I don't really care um, too much about March Madness. Uh, NBA is just very frustrating. Um, the Thunder suck for whatever reason. See, they're all the way down in eighth right now. They were. They're back to fifth because someone else lost. Oh. Or whatever. Shit. But, uh It's all real tight. But, yeah, so it's... It's fucking weird. I don't know. They You watch him and Paul George all of a sudden is just not good. Like the beginning of the year, Russell Westbrook looked like he was space jammed. Like, you know, in the space jam where the NBA stars lose their powers to the aliens and then they just wander around like they don't know how to play basketball. That's what Westbrook looked like shooting earlier. But now since Paul George has been back from his injury, that's kind of what he looks like a lot. And it's just like, fuck, I hope they figure it out by the playoffs. And then you look at the stage like, well, fuck, I hope they make the playoffs. So, um, and if they get the eighth seed, I'm not going to act like that wouldn't be fun as shit to watch them take on the Warriors. And this would be Russell Westbrook's last year to go against Kevin Durant in the playoffs. And how awesome would it be if they did that shit? You know, if they were like, fuck yeah, we're taking Kevin Durant out his last year in the West before he goes to the New York Knicks. That would be badass. Like if Westbrook and Paul George are on point, if they can figure it out before the playoffs, they can win. Yeah, they could beat any team if they right, have but their if it's just one or the other, they're kind of they're going to lose a seven game series. You have to like, Billy Donovan. Julie got to come in with some coaching ability to I think, and he has shown things here or there. Like that, if you go back and Bill Simmons done this whole, uh, he has this series called Rewatchables. Where they rewatch TV shows or movies from back in the day, and they rewatch the NBA game, the Thunder Warriors game six, where Clay fucking saved the game and. And Thunder eventually came back, and then Kevin Durant left, that whole thing. But they talked about how, like, the Thunder were good, just Kevin Durant fucking, he just fell off at the end of the game. Like, something just happened, right? Um, and that's interesting to think about. Like, they were that close, you know? So, I think it could always happen, but we'll have to fucking see. But anyway, yeah, NBA, very frustrating to me at the moment. I did watch a TV show since this spring break. I've spent a lot of time, you know, fucking around. Um uh, or it was spring break for me by the time this comes out. And so a show you mentioned a long time ago, Sex Education. Mm-hmm. We watched that whole show. It was pretty good. Um, I really like it because the main guy is Ender from Ender's Game, which is like one of my favorite books. And I actually enjoy the movie, and most people don't. But that kid was Ender in Ender's Game, um, Asa Butterfield or whatever the fuck his name is, something like that. And so the whole first time I was watching him, I was like, fuck, who is this kid? And then I saw his name pop up at the end, and it's like a real – it's like ASAs, and it sounds like real com- like not a common name at all. And I was like, oh yeah, it's that fucking kid from Ender's Game. Uh, so yeah. I gave it a shot. His mom's super hot. Um, I thought that stood out for herself. Um, and then it did have a lot of sex, but they were all clearly adults or right. whatever. So, but before I was like, I don't know about this whole thing, but um, it all seemed well. Fine. You had the one teenager that was want to, but it never sh- in the never showed those. Right. So honestly. I kept telling my wife this, uh, and I was trying to not be creepy about it. The, like, band nerd chick or whatever, that was the one to go for, for sure. <laughs> she had the right attitude. Uh, she was the coolest one in there. Um, and then also on my spring break, and I bitched about this on Twitter the other day, so if you follow me on Twitter, you saw this. But I tried to give Bloodborne another shot for the third time in my life. So Bloodborne is a game on the PS4. Um, it's a Souls game, quote-unquote. I know you not, might not know what that means, so if not, I will explain. There is a original game called Demon Souls, which I played back in the day on PS3, and it was really fun. And then they made a game called Devil's Soul, and that's on 
Xbox and PlayStation. And then there's Devil's Souls 2, Devil's Souls 3, I think, as well. And then a the new one just came out called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is also a quote-unquote Souls game. They're made by this one company, and they're hard as fuck. That's the whole gimmick is the Souls games are super slow, and they're hard, and, like, you move all slow, and things will fucking hit you with big axes, and you die. Bloodborne, which I've been playing, is, like, a faster version. At least they act like it's faster. I still think it's too slow. Um, I had a breakthrough after playing it for hours and hours the other day. Because I've... N- you have to beat the first boss or get to the first boss before you can ever even level up. Damn. So, you gotta get through this whole fucking leveling stage. And if you die, then fuck you. Just restart. And so it gets really, really frustrating, especially when you get like really far. Um, and so I got to this far, Father Grimorison or whatever the fuck his name was. Some boss, and I think there's a couple different bosses you can make it to the first time. And I was like pumped when I finally made it here because it was like so much further than I made it before. Like I was like in fucking sweats playing like, oh my God, if I fucking die to one of these goddamn big bird man people, I'm going to be so pissed. And my wife was like just hoping I didn't die because I was going to fucking break something. And I made it to the boss, and I was like, fuck yeah. But I didn't remember how I did it. So it wasn't like I could fucking repeat the process. I was just fucking making random turns in this fucking maze of a game. And anyway, I died even though I almost beat him. And I got so I did get really pissed. But that was enough. I didn't know you had to just get to the boss. And then you could start leveling up your shit. But you had to basically just go back in the level. And then without dying, you just have to leave yourself. Like you have to go back to a checkpoint and leave. And you can use your experience, cash in to level up. So I'm at a place at least now I could try to level myself up and make myself more powerful. But the game's so fucking hard and I wasted so much time just getting to that part that I'm like, I have all these other games downloaded. Why the fuck am I going to waste my time on a hard game that does nothing but piss me off? That game sounds awful. Right? So... I share about this on Twitter, and Strong Maurice, another friend of the podcast, making music with that guy, he's all like, oh, I remember when I beat that guy. I love that game. And that's really where the crux of all this is. It's a pride issue because I have more trophies on my PlayStation, you know, than all but one guy. There's one friend I have who works at the fucking video game store here in town has more trophies than me, and no one else does. And I'm like, pride myself on this. But I have a 0% in Bloodborne. Well, now I have 1% because I fucking done something but people have beat it like people have beat this game and i'm good at video games so therefore i should be able to beat they bloodborne it. and it must be it. and that's what he said he goes oh just look up a god i'm like oh look up a god I, that's just against my normal play style and maybe i would need to uh, so it's it's like this do i waste my time to prove a point to people through me getting a trophy that i beat a fucking boss and be like oh see i was good enough for that or do i just say fuck it who cares quit wasting my time so anyway, that's my frustration at video games right now. Is unless, unless you got a video game contract online, I'd say fuck it, go do what you want to do. Right. So another game I bought because it's a, it was spring break and they had this sale going on right now. I'm on which we brought up last week. Always check the online sales and it's uh, the Bioshock collection. So Bioshock One, Two, and Infinite. Um, all of them it was like for ten bucks for like three games. Damn. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm gonna do that. So they all downloaded. So I'm like, I should move on from Bloodborne to Bioshock because Bioshock's pretty tough too. And it's thought of as to be one of the best story shooters ever. You know, I'm not a big shooter fan, but it has a great story. I beat Bioshock Infinite back in the day, but I never played one or two. So I, I do want to play those. So I might just say fuck Bloodborne and move on to Bioshock. But those are all old games, those aren't even new. And Assassin's Creed, I'm still loving, but I'm to a part now where 
kind of like where I got to Red Dead, where you're like, God damn, can we just, how many missions can there be? And for whatever reason, Skyrim and Elder Scrolls, those are the only games I can deal with, like the never ending shit. Because yeah. just the way they make their world, it's fun. On Red Dead and Assassin's Creed and shit, it's cool, but it's just like... It's monotonous at a point. It does. Now, I think Assassin's Creed handles it a little better because it's just more fun to run up walls and jump and stab people than it is to ride on a horse and shoot people. And then Red Dead was so slow. Our cousin Brandon's playing it, and he hit me up the other day and goes, how many chapters are there? And I told him I thought he was in the last chapter because he was on like chapter six, I mm-hmm. think. And I was like, you're almost there, man. And then he was asking about money. And I was like, I never even cared about money in that game. But uh, I told him just, fuck, none of it matters. Get to the epilogue. <laughs> but he was getting to that point of like, fuck, how long is this game? So uh, I don't know. I, I just might be over long games. Maybe it's I just need to move on to like cheaper, short games now or whatever. It made me feel better about myself. <laughs> so uh, that buddy you're online friends with, how many – uh? Trophies does he have on uh, that Bloodborne? Strong Maurice? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't added him. I need to add him on PlayStation I thought that Network. one you said you had a friend that had like, more trophies than you. Oh, that's a guy that lives here in town. Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at his specifically uh, for Bloodborne. But he has more, I think, because... Or, I mean, he might be just better than me, too. Where it's a fucking video game store. But he plays, like, everything. Like, you'll see him playing a new game every other day. Like, they just get to take him home, I guess. Um and I used to get a lot of trophies, but now I just don't play as many games. Because you, you used to be able to get, like, if you play the first few hours of any game, you'll get a few trophies right. or whatever. Um, where Bloodborne, I got one because I happened to find one item that was a blood gem. And I guess that's a thing. And then it was like, I got a trophy for finding a blood gem. And I was like, well, there's my one fucking trophy. But now that means I can't delete it. If you have 0%, you can go on your fi- profile and delete it like you never played it. <laughs> but now that I got 1%, I can't delete it. So now everyone will see that I fucking have 1% of the trophies. Oh, maybe you picked it up then absolutely hated it. They don't know. It's true. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. There's another game I do have a Python trophy for that has a big update news called No Man's Sky. It's also on Xbox. I can't decide if you would like it or not. Um, it's a very relaxing game that is very large. It's like one of the lo- maybe the largest game ever. Uh, but when it came out, a lot of people hated on it because uh, they just expected more, I guess. It's like a huge fucking universe. There's an algorithm built into it or something. So as soon as you launch it on your game... The algorithm expands something to a universe. It's so big. It's like millions and billions of planets. It's like the size of the real fucking universe. And you're on a spaceship on one planet. And you can fly anywhere in the goddamn universe. And you're trying to get to the center. And it's fucking crazy game. I really, really enjoyed it. So much so, I got every trophy in that game. Mainly because everyone else was like, this is bullshit. I thought I was going to be able to find my friends and we would fight aliens. And it's like, no one ever said you could do that. So now... Years later, they're now they're doing this No Man's Sky Beyond update. So if you own the game, whenever this launches, um, you can do that. It's so like you and or like your kids. If you had this, like you, I could see your eight year old and six sixteen year old. That isn't yeah, is whatever it is. I could see them really enjoying this. They could find each other online, make a base on a planet, go off, find you know all the dinosaurs on certain planets, and do like 
No Man's Sky is a fucking cool game, and I just hate the fact everyone hates on it. Anyway, it has a cool update, so I just want to mention it. And I think I'm not like the only person who has a platinum, but I'm sure a lot of people gave up because they hated that game, but not this guy. I went, and it had stupid trophies like find every animal species on 10 planets. You just fucking walk around with binoculars looking for fucking dinosaurs. That sounds awful. <laughs> I felt like it was an extension of Pokemon Snap, which was a great game from my uh, childhood. So I was kind of all right with it. Um, one more video game, because I did buy another video game that was fucking great. Um, so on this podcast, back in the day anyway, I used to mention this game called Resogun on the PlayStation 4, and it's fucking amazing. There's this uh, studio called Housemark, and I'm sure they make some Xbox games or whatever, but Resogun was like a launch title for the PlayStation 4 when it came out, and it looks like... Um, like a little Galaga game if it was fucking made for the PS4. So it like looks all fucking cool, but you're just basically shooting aliens and there's voxels and pixels exploding everywhere. Um, but they made this other game called Next Machina. And now I didn't know it was a sequel to Resogun. No one ever pitched it that way. I read all about this game. And when I played it, I was like, oh shit, it's like a fucking sequel to this other game I loved. So I played it and uh, you're basically aliens are invading and you're Run around, shoot. It's a twin stick shooter. It's like your left uh, thumbstick moves you and your right thumbstick chooses where you shoot. Mm. So it's like a real fast paced fucking kill all the enemies, save people, run around and like shit's exploding. It's really uh, high pace and stressful. So I was going between Bloodborne and that. And whereas in I would die all the time in Next Machina, but it's so fast paced you don't feel bad about like you know bloodborne you're like fuck this <laughs> whereas in this game you're like all right try another one Let's try another one so um i really like next machina and that's what's got me thinking i might just like shorter games more these days that feel like old school arcade games as opposed to these fancy hack and slash action bullshit these days maybe i don't know like i said i still hadn't picked up a video game in a while I think you need to. I've had no I have many. I have many recommendations. Um, if we ever got more money at Patreon dot com slash a podcast with Mo, we could just go like buy cheap games for you to review or whatever. You know, really uh, use money on shit. Well, hopefully, I'll be getting a day shift soon, so my sleep pattern will be better. Yeah, that'd be awesome if you get a day shift because I'm yeah. sure you would get off at like what time? Three. Oh well, yeah, you. Gordon, yeah. whenever during the wing, that'd be awesome. Uh, any chance you watch the show Afterlife that I brought up on the episode with Taylor? No, it's fucking good. So I just want to let everybody know, best fucking show I've watched all year so far. It's probably my show of the year. I don't even think I've turned the TV on. <laughs> Damn, um, it's gonna be Ricky Gervais's Afterlife on Netflix. It's sad as fuck, but also super super funny. Um, good combination in my book. So. I have to shout that one out. Let's see what else. Oh, one thing I saw today, and this is the last thing I guess I had to really talk about, is today I went to the park, and you know, I, I hear a lot of uh, ladies, at least on the internet, complaining about, um, you know, getting catcalled or whatever, right? And then normally my thoughts like, no one's ever yelled nice compliments to me in public. That would be nice. Uh, not really how. I view it as like, but anyway, today I was at the park and this woman was jogging in front of me. And I, I'm not trying to be mean about it. She just wasn't particularly attractive. She was like a 
just average looking person, right? And then this truck, there was this, uh, what I would say is probably like a fairly attractive-ish man. Like women would like him. He was an in-shape, countryish looking dude. Probably worked like in an oil field. Had that look to him. And then like a super old creepy man in the passenger seat with him. And this woman had headphones on, so she, they didn't hear him. But they're like, hey, babe, doll. Hey, babe, doll. And I know I've seen that a thousand times, right? But like these days, it's thought of as like, to, like that's over the line, right. right? You know, whatever. And so it caught my attention more. And then of course my dog stopped right there to sniff the tree. Right. And I was like, God damn it. While they were all trying to yell at this girl. And I was like, that would fucking suck. It just would. Like my thought was, again, the girl didn't hear it. She had headphones in. If she heard it, she ignored it really well. Um, but if that was two country women, I would just be like, Well, thanks, you know, I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. But I get it's different or whatever. And if you had to deal with that all the time and she was there by herself, like I get all that whole angle. But it was just an odd interaction because I just haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen someone get cat Man, It was big in the 80s and 90s. You heard that shit all the time. Right. Well, and I remember growing up always being like, if I would just be like that, I would get more girls. But I was too shy. Like mm. I was never, ever going to mm. yell at a girl. That's frowned upon now. Right. And it is. That thing is like I just knew – like fundamentally, I guess that's why I never get mad about liberal shit normally is because I'm like, well, I kind of already do that. <laughs> um, but I, it just wasn't in my nature. But I would always think like, yeah, if I just yell at that girl driving down the road and she stopped and I could be cool and talk to her, but I wouldn't because I was shy as fuck. But nowadays, like the way I handle it's the correct way to handle it. So I feel pretty good about it all. So there's this uh, girl at work started the other night. First day, of course, I didn't talk to this girl. Going up and asking everyone, does my camel toe make me look skinny? Yeah, she's trying to see who she can have sex with, right? Oh, my God. That was like a who's trying to have sex line. Uh. I remember it's a horrible story because one of our listeners was horribly affected by it. But uh, this girl was a fraternity brother, pledge brother of mine's sister. And she was underage at this party and shouldn't have been, blah, blah, blah. I get that's horrible. But she got really drunk and then started going around trying to grab everyone's cock and then been like, who wants to fuck? And then I had one fraternity brother who happened to be like, all right. <laughs> and then everyone got mad at him. And I'm like, hey, now, she wasn't unwilling in any of this. I'm getting tired of this fucking double-sided prejudice bullshit. All right. So um, now I did see plenty of moments where I was like, ooh, that's risque, risque. Like speaking of things of like me kind of being in the know or – always being with this whole liberal agenda, I guess, of consent and all the being weird and shit. Like, even with my wife, the first time I kissed my wife, I, like, basically asked her. And it, But it still worked out to be cute or whatever. She tells a story like, oh, it was fine. So I think you can pull it off or whatever. But I don't know. I think I think it also just, if you're attracted, you can get away with more shit. That's just also a rule of the fucking world these days. Oh, yeah. There was this girl who used to work for me one time. Always, I guess. <laughs> F- fucking half the crew. And then this uh, other guy, hell, he's seen what was going on and how she acted with everybody. So he acted just like anybody else did, but fucking she filed sexual harassment on him. Right. But he was probably like overweight or. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he he was a weird dude. Right. Like <laughs> he like, was a weird dude. It's sad, but that is the way it fucking is these days. Um, Another random thing, just because I feel like we can fill up a little bit more time, is, you know, I'm on Instagram all the fucking time, uh, and I see, like, I got followed by a 17-year-old yesterday, who I guess is a rapper, 
um, in like Montana or somewhere the fuck he lived, Wisconsin, something like that. But I look at his pictures. His raps aren't like that bad or anything. But I hate how like, all right, when I was 17 and I saw another 17-year-old holding a like two grand in his hand, you know, like this. I know people can't see me, but you know how rappers do. And this is like a white kid. He's holding two grand while I sit in a sports car. I'd be like, fuck that kid. I mean, I'm like that now. But like, never to me was like having money cool. And I just hate how like, that is all rap music is now. Like, it's more or less just like, look how much money I have. And I understand like, I used to love Lil Wayne and he kind of helped usher that in with Cash Money Records and shit. They all rap. But I feel like it was different than it is now. Like, people are just like, look at my money and nice things. I'm like, if you're 17 and you're white in fucking Wisconsin, I don't think you're fucking dealing drugs, at least from the look of this kid. It's like, okay, then your parents are rich. And if that's the case, that's not like a brag. That you- right. So I get really annoyed. Uh, I want to have a stack of money. I'm just not going to tell you about it. Right. And exactly. That's another thing. Like, if I ever made a lot of money on beats... Guess what I'm gonna try to do? Shut the fuck up because I don't even know how to file taxes on beats yet. I gotta look <laughs> in all that shit. I'm this is a real question. If anyone out there knows the answer, like Taylor, if you're listening, you might be able to help me. I feel like I need to uh make a digital media company or some shit and then put the podcast and beats underneath that. Or some I feel like I need to somehow make a company. I just don't know how much money that entails and everything. Um oh Fucking person coming up on the next podcast just hit me up. They might be here. We're going to see. But, uh, all right, man, you got anything else we need to bring up before we get off here? These not, shorter episodes people seem to like. So Not important, man, but I was I was just thrown off by the everyone was going around talking about that camel toe incident. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when it was Wednesday, I was like, guess what day it is? Hump day! Yeah. And, you know, and everyone was laughing. I was like, maybe it's her emotional support animal. Right, yeah. yeah I mean, personally... There's I always thought sk- camel toes were cool. There's nothing know. skinny about a camel toe, just saying. Right. Well, that means they have a fat vagina. Right. Not all I'm saying. The rest of them aren't skinny or whatever. But yeah, that's what it means, yeah. typically. Um, all right, man. Well, I guess uh, my next person's coming, so I got to fucking talk to them about some shit. And uh, I think we have a music episode coming out later this week, I believe. I need to edit it. I had it recorded for a long time, and I have not touched it, so I need to do that. And uh, hopefully it's good. From what I remember, it's not very good. But I haven't listened to it since we recorded it. So um, we'll see. All right, then. Peace. Peace.